When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Hammer and Rails podcast. With you, as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. And I'm Casey Bartley. And we're here tonight. We're going to look at the Eric Hunter news as he uh, recently committed to Butler. You may have noticed that last week we only had one episode. (laughs) There was some sort of uh, technical issue. Casey was setting up uh, a new system in his home, and he is the one that records. And for some reason, one of our recordings was lost. And it was the. And it was the one where we discussed the Eric Hunter Jr. news. So we are a little bit late on this, but it is going to be the focus of today's podcast. So uh, that's going to be the second half. But before we get started, Casey, uh, are you ready to talk about some breaking Purdue news? Ooh, news. Like, I mean, it, you did you I break it to, it to you today? Yeah, you sent it to me. So okay. uh, most people probably don't know it at this point, but uh, it looks like Drew Brees is no longer going to be employed by uh, NBC Sports <laughs> after just one year. Um, how, long I, was, how long was the contract? I, I was trying to look for that, um, and obviously I know it was more than one year. So uh, they said the the release or you know the, the story from Yahoo Sports, I believe, was where you first sent it to me, uh, said that his uh, parting was mutual, which is... <laughs> You know, I you're bad. I know I'm so bad that I can't argue that. Yeah, I mean, we love Drew Brees, but he wasn't I, good. I don't think he particularly added a whole lot to uh, the studio or the sideline when he was there. Um, 
didn't didn't give a lot of uh, pep. wasn't a wasn't a very you know entertaining guy in the sideline. But we're we're definitely hoping uh, for a little bit better from him. I thought he was better when he was calling games versus when he was in the studio, though. Better, still not great. No, no, um, not like you know he was not definitely he was no Tony Romo. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what every quarterback's going to get judged against because all of a sudden Tony Romo comes comes on and the first thing you notice is oh why all of a sudden is this guy who played football for the longest time talking like he actually knows football better than <laughs> and that was a revelation and well yeah because you you talked about uh, this a, a few episodes back of how you know the guys who are known as like the good announcers really don't know anything about football today because they played quarterback generally quarterback so long ago that they're just kind of this is how it was when I played and it's mm-hmm. just a completely different game now and Romo really was the first one of the kind of the new breed of quarterbacks to get into announcing yeah and whether it's entirely I think Romo is even when he played you know a particularly smart quick quarterback to diagnose things um, also, you just need that personality. And then how much is it that you're not ingrained with the commentary you're used to of, you know, 30 years ago? Uh, Troy Aikman just sounds like a 70 year old dude. Um, I don't know if that's because all he did was listen to 70 year old dudes. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you either have to be and it's usually not usually it's hand in hand. Usually you're both insightful and entertaining. Um, you also kind of need to be energetic. That'll cover up for a lot of things. Yeah. Drew Brees was really none of those things. Um, I know I, I did some radio TV in high school and all your preliminary classes. One of the first things they do, you got to project. You're pretty much, you're not using a talking voice. You pretty much need to be yelling in the studio, amped up. You have to have some insights. You kind of making the four yard open hitch route <laughs> every time worked for Drew Brees on the field doesn't work to make a interesting dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're telling me Stephen A. Smith, he truly did learn from his classes because he, he learned to shout. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he didn't get fired after a year. <laughs> no. Um, so by the way, while, while you were talking there, I kind of looked up to see what Bree's contract was um, an initial report and they may have been updated later. Um, Millie. Well, yes. Uh, but the, it says the length of the contract was not discussed, not disclosed at the time. So um, I don't know if that was changed, uh, but it, you know, obviously was more than one year if they had to make an announcement that he was not returning. So there are rumors out there that he may be jumping to Fox because Fox, you know, has had some departures of of some of their head announcers, lead announcers uh, to to other other networks, whether that be ESPN, Amazon, because they're doing Thursday Night Football now um, or ES, you know, ESPN, whatever it was. But he may have an opportunity there at, at Fox, but I just don't know if that's something he wants to do or if he maybe is just deciding, you know, this is enough for me. I've got my fast food franchise. I think we and, know better than this. Anyone that's willing to be on top of a pyramid scheme is always going to more money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question. Let- yes. Um, Drew Brees did a lot on the field kind of really spearheaded the Purdue is great in the NFL with quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, lately, let's not throw greasy under the bus. Right. How how much does this tarnish not just Breeze's legacy, but Purdue's legacy as a cool school? Which oh, the I fact think that he was bad as an announcer? Real bad. Like one oh, year no, and fired. Not then. not at all. I don't you think don't think so? No, not one bit. I, I no. think it hurts our brain. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, he's a beloved figure in New Orleans. Uh, he basically saved the New Orleans Saints from moving after Hurricane Katrina. Um, you know, really 
turned the entire uh, franchise around once he was there. So I don't think there's going to be any issue with... You're skipping over about a, a year or two of a pretty uh, bad publicity. From Drew Brees? Mm-hmm. What, don't make me take a knee on this one. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he don't get me wrong. He said some stupid things here or there. Uh, but when my, my thing is, like, it, you don't have to comment on everything. You know what I mean? Like... You're an athlete. Just be like, oh, you know, I haven't really given much thought to it. It's not really what I've been focused on. Just move on. You know, like uh, we don't we shouldn't expect athletes or, you know, actors or really anybody who's famous to be able to jump in and comment on any world event. It's not really what they're known for. They have no, you know, uh, special insight that the normal (laughs) folks out in the world don't have. So uh, who cares? I just think sometimes the best thing to do is shut up. I don't know. Breeze taking a lot of L's off the field. Yeah, um, he stepped L's. in it. He has definitely stepped in it, but um, you know, I, I don't think that's going to harm anything to do with Purdue or what he can do when he comes back to Purdue, or you know, we use him as a recruiting chip as all. I think harm. Do. I, I think you're hearing harm, and you're in you're equating it to like actual harm. I'm just saying, like, if you're hanging out with your friend who is not a Purdue fan. Like, they got a few more, uh, like, right hooks to swing at you now. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little. But uh, I think if you're banking your your smack talk against Purdue on the fact that we had a guy who was an announcer for a year and then got, well, mutually let go, whatever you want to call it, I think that's some pretty weak smack talk. I mean, it's it's a decent zinger to throw out there. Nah. I, think you, need to, I think you need to hang out with people with better zingers. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm just saying. Drew Brees, milk toast. I I mean, I guess, but it's, I, you know, you know, you would rather have that than have like a John Rocker situation where you, you know, lose your job because you say a bunch of racist things. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, you don't guess. I mean, I'm absolutely right. So let's not, <laughs> there's no two ways about that one. So uh, there we go. So Drew Brees no longer uh, going to be on the sideline for NBC. We'll see if he does sign a new deal with Fox or maybe ESPN will scoop him up. I, I think he'll probably get another chance. It's just a matter of if he wants it. So, um, that's going to be it for this part of the podcast. We're going to take a break, come back, and talk about Eric Hunter Jr. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So, as mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we tried to record last week. It got lost somewhere in the ether. Uh, but in the interim, Eric Hunter Jr. has announced that he is going to return to college basketball, but unfortunately, it will not be at Purdue. It will be with the Butler Bulldogs, so he's returning home to Indianapolis where he played high school ball. Um, Casey, what was your what was your first reaction and first thought when you saw Hunter was returning, but not to Purdue? Womp womp. Yeah, that's, that's about right. Um, you know, we've had a little more time to think on it. And I do think my overarching thought is we needed a lot from the point guard position in terms of points per game and shots created. And we were putting a lot to the notion of a guy who only averaged double digits once in his career. And that was barely as a sophomore, 10.6 points a game has never averaged three assists a game. And I just think it, it's one of those moves where Purdue was desperate, so Eric Hunter Jr. was looking very good, and we needed something. But I'm not sure it was a perfect match either way. Um, You mean him staying? Him staying. Because we've seen four years of it, he's played four years of it, and it's clear that whatever we offered as as a system with the players around us, it didn't unlock the high school score that was Eric Hunter Jr. Yeah. Whether that's Big Ten play, whether that's the motion offense, you can say whatever it is. I, I, I don't fully know, but it's clear that I, I don't think he would have been the answer either, either way. But there's obviously a larger hole there now just because we don't have anybody. And I, I think that's just that's a dangerous way to look at it because does Eric Hunter Jr. change our ceiling in any way? And I think that's that's the question that's really hard. to. Yeah. Yeah. So I know this is is weird, but I'm going to have to break in with more Drew Brees news. He literally, he just tweeted uh, 10 minutes ago, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, coach my kids or all of the above. I'll let you know. Oh no. (laughs) So, So that's uh. Quite a wrench he just threw in uh, the NFL offseason. I may play football again. Is that? <laughs> this sounds like it's a little not mutual with NBC. Yeah, I don't. Did NBC leak this? Yeah, like I mean, I know like, hey. nothing officially came from NBC or Breeze regarding leaving, 
it was it was like I said, it was reported by Yahoo Sports. But generally, when a sports site runs with something like that, they you know they check their sources, they double check, they're ready to go. So to have him tweet that just about four hours after the story originally dropped seems wild, and especially that he he just says I may play football again. You know, he's been out for a year. He could have stepped in with if he was going to do that. He could have stepped in with New Orleans and played in the playoffs last year. Well, yeah. How would that not be preferable to any grind? That's going to, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. So we can continue our Eric Hunter jr. Talk, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, that uh, is something my is breeze tarnishing the, uh, Purdue legacy <laughs> off field thing looking a little better. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll obviously be talking about that again. Should that situation <laughs> change? But, um, you know, we, we talked about Eric Hunter jr. When he both declared for the NBA draft and put his name in the transfer portal. One of the teams we both mentioned as a, as a good landing spot for him was Butler. Um, and lo and behold, that's where he ends up. Um, and I think it makes sense. Um, Playing for the dad. Yeah. Mata, mata, uh, mata. Thad Mata, who seems like a really genuinely nice guy. Uh, you know, he, he's one of the coaches who he did. He did a lot of good stuff at Ohio State. He was never a coach I really like hated or rooted against um, just because he, he really did seem like a good guy. I, I read Mark Titus's book uh, that he wrote. And a lot of the stories in there involve that Mata and really just show him in a good light. And obviously you have to take the the source into consideration because Mata's the one that gave Mark Titus his platform and allowed him to kind of be the lovable goofball that he was in college. And Mark Titus but, is a raging Yes, also that. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, we are club trillion positive. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, the stories that he told about Mata were, were just great. Um showed what a character motto was and, and how much he truly did seem to care about the team and the players. So that, that always gave me a good feeling about that motto. And I know he retired for health reasons and going back to Butler has got to be kind of a, a nice situation for him. Cause it's low, it's probably less pressure packed than being in the big 10. And he, he gets to go to a place where he truly is beloved. And hopefully that'll allow him to kind of get his mojo back and find a way to kind of end his career on a happy note. Um, but I think Eric Hunter Jr. there makes sense playing for a, a coach who obviously knows what he's doing, trying to rebuild a Butler program that once reached heights that, you know, Purdue hasn't reached in decades and decades. So they've they've got a good foundation there. The athletic program seems to know what they're doing with basketball. And to be able to go home to Indianapolis where surely he has family around, it, it's got to be a nice little feeling for kind of a victory lap of his career. Yeah, it makes total sense for Hunter. Um I, I think you could argue that Butler maybe this season isn't as good of a basketball landing spot, uh, but the need is almost the same. Like you said, he's coming back home. Everything about it makes sense. Dad Mata's got a lot of energy around the program. You know there's going to be more eyes on it this year. And they do play a little more pick-and-roll, ball-dominant guards, um, allow them to push and transition a little more. So it'll be interesting to see if we, we kind of have this talk every year. Of, so if – an offensive system doesn't need a point guard. Does that also mean it doesn't make the most out of a point guard? And it's hard to know because for the last, you know, 10 seasons, our ball dominant point guard has not had the skill set to really be a lead scorer. And you wonder where Hunter falls on that line, whether it was, he doesn't have that talent naturally or he can't do it at this level or was it the system taking? And after four years at a place, you get one chance to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if you have even a little bit of doubt about something you've been doing for four years and this other opportunity is there, I think we've both taken jobs at other places in our life. 
Oh, yeah. And part of the appeal is, you know, you don't know how you're going to thrive in this new scenario, but it is appealing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just you never know what's out there. And there's there's a feeling I think I'm guilty of this. You know, once you get into a, lo- a place, a job, a, you know, playing ball somewhere, you get comfortable and you get yourself into a groove and you know who you are, you know who's around you and you just kind of let things go and you you like I said, you just get comfortable where you're at and you may have better opportunities elsewhere. So you kind of have to kind of jolt your jolt yourself out of that comfort and look around and see if there is anything better for you. And maybe that's what Hunter's doing. Maybe he will thrive at Butler and become kind of the scorer that he was in high school. Um, one of the top scorers in Marion County, I believe he was or still is the leading scorer in Marion County high school basketball history. And that's no small feat. So I, we talked about how we thought maybe it would be better for Hunter if he did go somewhere else. So I guess in a way, I mean, we cut, we expected this and it is good for him and we really hope he succeeds. But for Purdue, this is another blow at the guard position for this next season. And Casey, I mean, other than Braden Smith, who do we think could carry the load that is currently on Purdue's roster? Uh, we're still looking in the transfer portal, but right now no new names have, have landed at Purdue. I would be pretty shocked if we don't pick up any guard. There's got to be, I would think, one out there somewhere that will be an improvement. Um, if not, yeah, we're looking at Ethan Morton and Braden Smith. Uh, those are the only two two guys when you look at our squad that you would think, yeah, this is this is a ball dominant guy that can run an offense that can not turn the ball over, can still score. Uh, pretty much everyone else. I mean, Isaiah Thompson's gone. Uh, Eric Hunter's gone. Sasha, Jaden Ivy, Trey Williams. Those are the guys that had the ball in their hands. They're all gone. Um, granted, we will have a lot of we'll have a lot of big men that are skilled that can move and handle the ball pretty well for their size. Um, look for Trey Kaufman Wren to have the ball in his hand a lot. He is a very skilled player, and it, it's going to be a committee. There's not going to be one guy. We are going to fully test the limit of can we play this offense without a point guard? And the biggest question is going to be defensively, probably. And Ethan Morton was very good, but he guarded wings. Asking a true freshman to defend for 30 minutes is even yeah, harder maybe than running an offense. Yeah, I mean, that that is my big problem. Um, obviously, we, we hope he can come in. Braden Smith can come in and be kind of the go-to point guard. Maybe he's better than we hoped, and he'll just be great from from the beginning. But I think offense is just so much different than defense uh, at the Big Ten level, and I am just worried about his ability to keep up for that long. It's it's going to be tough. You're asking a lot, a lot of a true freshman. Yeah, he played through a lot of injuries in high school, which is good for toughness, but you also don't want to see a guy getting banged up in high school. Yeah. Guess what? It gets harder in college. Get, you play exactly. more games. It's more physical. More is demanded on you in practice every day. It's just harder. So uh, it, at, at this current moment, I'm going to assume that um, Ethan Morton is going to play 40 minutes again. Oh, man. <laughs> he uh, he better be in some good shape. Yeah. Uh, I, I think... Because even even the guys I'm excited about next year, Mason Gillis, Caleb First, uh, those are big guys. Uh, they're not play with the ball in their hands a lot, guys. And even Brian Waddell, who might have a shockingly good season. Uh, oh, one one person. Um, we haven't really talked about Lawyer much. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think he's going to be really good right away. More of an off guard, but 
in high school had the ball in his hands a lot, makes a lot of tough shots. Be interesting to see how his athleticism translates um, to D1 his first year, because in theory, he's the kind of guy that will be good off ball shooting and then develop the rest of his game. You know, a lot of guys do that. That's how I would think he would play, but he's also more advanced with the ball in his hand, a little more shifty than your Ryan Klein's Dakota Mathias. He is a, a ball dominant, ball natural two guard. So he could definitely step in there and handle the ball a little more than we might think. Still not a point guard. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, as we've said numerous times in this show, it's not as if Purdue's offense is dependent on, you know, a ball-dominant point guard. But we certainly need somebody who we can rely on to, you know, bring the ball up the court, uh, distribute, and, you know, be be a person who can make a clean pass. It, we're not asking a lot here. So hopefully someone in the transfer portal can come in and at least give a little bit of a break to Braden Smith, who's probably going to get every minute he can possibly handle when he comes in next year. Yeah. Which I think I, if I'm painter, I still want a starting point guard in the transfer market. There's a couple names out there still. Um, it'll be interesting. We won't know as much until the combines over at the NBA and players decide whether to yeah, come in or come out. There will be a couple guys. And when you look around the landscape, how many big, Top 25 programs are there that have a guaranteed starting spot at the guard. Yeah, I mean, not, not many. NIL is a big thing. Hand. I get it. And we're a little behind there. But you play your way to an NBA contract. That's how it works. And if you're looking at schools with potential to help you get there, if you believe that you can thrive in this, you know, this offense, everything else is set up on that roster. Too deep with talent everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not as if Purdue doesn't have things to offer, but... As we stated, I mean, under this new NIL stuff, that I think the transfer portal, I think, will be even harder than incoming freshmen because these these are players who think that they know their value and they're going to be guys like that life wallet guy who are just throwing money around hoping to, Maybe. you know, well, yeah, depending on what the NCAA does, uh, to land land teams to put their land guys to put their team over the hump as you know as they look at their offseason so it's going to be really interesting to see how this all works yeah it's it's not the best it's ever looked i i'm i think eric hunter coming back would have capped getting someone that might actually uh change like the the ceiling of our program oh you think so i think because i i i i know hunter what he offers and i think he would be very valuable and it'd be a great placeholder for one year but i there are a couple names out there that i think could potentially open up our offense in ways he's never shown himself. And maybe I'm wrong about that. And I I get it. That's fine. But what we've seen, we had four years. It wasn't like it never truly felt like he was being held back by the offense. If anything, we always wanted a little more. And when he played aggressive, it was better. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, there we go. Um, You want Tyrese Hunter. Well, you know, that would be great. He's, I think you said he's, behind Nigel Pack as far as guys who you would want that have entered into the transfer portal. So now with Pack off the market, he's going to be the guy you're looking for. But no decisions have been made on that front. So we're going to keep an eye on it. You know, when when these players that Purdue is looking at make decisions, we will let you know, kind of talk about who's left out there. Or if if we do get a commitment from one of these guys for next year's team, we'll certainly talk about it. And Casey can tell you where they fit into the program and what type of player they are, because he has got a total laser-like focus on this transfer portal. He knows who everybody is, folks. You're yes. supposed to just agree. You're supposed to be like, yes, yes. absolutely. There you go. Ab- I'm, yes. This is all he does, folks. He's He's got a giant spreadsheet, and he I'm, just takes notes. I'm the Nick Fury of 
college yep. basketball recruits. Exactly. Exactly. So there we go. That's going to do it for us tonight. Um, well, I mean, you know, maybe by the time this podcast gets posted, Drew Brees will be signed by the by the Saints again. Who knows? So if that happens, we'll come on, we'll Jimmy John. Yeah, it's what a wild what a wild time to record. So uh, there you go. So for Casey and myself, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.